Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question, right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. I didn't even realize that there was a 3.30 also in the morning <laughs> until today. It's absolutely uh, fantastic, Ryan. You know, I I'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long and generally on those shows I'm inside. So uh, this is a really long show. Tune in for the next couple hours to watch me progressively get crankier and crankier. How do I get that uh, Storm Chaser 7 duty? I, I feel like Clint got the uh, better end of that deal. You know, that thing's heated. Um, the outdoors currently is not heated. Well, I'll tell you what, Ryan, I've, I've got good news and, and I've got bad news. The, the good news is that I can still feel my face right now. The bad news is I kind of wish I couldn't. Can I go back to my regular job. I, I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Live in Waterloo for the last time this morning. Thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley, New 7 KWWL. Live from downtown Detroit, it's No PS News Hour with my main man, Spoonie! Na 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 bullshit! Just a breaking news. Double or bullshit. Double or bullshit. How about that Mark Woodley of New 7 out of there in Waterloo, Iowa, huh? I like that guy, man. Well, he, he's that no guy. Al Allen. You never heard Al Allen Fox 2 bitching. <laughs> But what he man. did was say what everybody thought. When people are out there doing that, Charlie, that's what they're thinking, but they don't say it. So he just he just verbalized what everybody was feeling. He, yeah, he was awesome. And like 10 million people like, yep, <laughs> yep. He's, he's the Jason Carr of Abe's Iowa. <laughs> Except though, that, that broadcast, that was a good one. As opposed to Jason's last one, not the best. I tell you what, if you listen to Jason, you're welcome to come work here, dude. Sure. That would be awesome. You know? I, think, I think you'd do well doing a podcast. I think probably that's what he's going to do. Or there's always work as a sportscaster in Ames, <laughs> Iowa. In Waterloo, Iowa. Yeah, oh, yeah, Waterloo, Iowa. <laughs> Man, uh, that, that, that snowmageddon didn't pan out here, did it? Not at all. Not at all. Overblown. Although the driving was a but little... it was cold, though. It was cold. Freezing. It was cold. Totally it was. freezing. But, totally. But that's what it's supposed to be in December, right? It's winter. No. That's February. No. <laughs> It's just one of the many reasons, like, I'm starting to sour on this place. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not going to lie anymore. I like the four seasons. I don't. I like three seasons. <laughs> yeah, fall, spring, and summer. Yeah. Yeah, winter sucks. That's why everybody's moving to Kentucky for no good reason. Yeah, and Tennessee. Yeah. Away from here. That's okay. You all keep moving away, and I ain't got all the water. It's true. <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be back. So what'd you get for Christmas, Mark? Oh boy! Um, well, Santa and my stocking put anti-diarrheal medicine in there, so that's fun. Um, 
What? What? <laughs> was it wrapped? I guess Santa knows me. Um, and then my, my, my eight-year-old was really mad that my wife bought me this thing that she saw in the store that's called Dude Bombs, something you put in the toilet. So apparently um, everything related well, to my Christmas was... you put in the toilet was, for what? Like, well, so to, uh, to cleanse it. To freshen up your exactly, Dude Bomb? Exactly. So, so I guess everything my Christmas Oh, is, they should is, call it Poop Puri. Poopery, I like that. Thank you very much. There, there is something called that, Charlie. Oh, there is. Really? You got? Oh, yeah. How you do get, you know? You got the off-brand, dude. <laughs> I did probably. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Everything was fecal-related for some reason, but the girls had a good time. That was the point, right? It's all about the kids. I learned that after I had kids, because Christmas is always nothing. You know, as you get older, and then you have kids, it's like, oh, that's duh. That's what it's about. That's no? true. Well, I'm just, I think think, so. I'm just, I'm just actually just thinking about that, because. It's kind of beautiful thing for a woman because it's like your clan and everybody huddles around you and you know learns what life's all about what this family's about karen coming up with anonymous stranger birthday or holiday gifts and you know dad's just sitting around by humbugging yeah, wait, pretty you know, much. waiting for his dude bombs <laughs> pretty much was just nice karen <laughs> You know, Charlie, the thing about it is I, I'm a giver by nature. I mean, I give all year long. I love giving gifts. Oh, and, aren't we you know, a little I, bit full of ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. You all know this. I, I mean, I'm a saint. I just, I, <laughs> no, not quite, but, you know, give me a minute. Um, but, you know, I just, I do. I love giving, and I think that it especially around the holidays, people that are often forgotten are the ones that should be paid attention to the people that open the doors, the people that are, you know, answering the phones, the people that some people berate because they think that they're beneath them. So I try to make it a point to go around, you know, the, the, the cashiers at the grocery stores and the valets and, and make sure that they know that they're appreciated as well as strangers. You know, some people that's, are really, you know, hurting that's all year why, long. That's and like so, why Ebenezer Scrooge is it's so big. You know what I mean? That was like, uh, it was like 1843. 1843. The Christmas Carol was published. And you know what it really mm. is? It's that created Christmas as we see it. Charles Dickens. Yeah. Did, yeah which is Victorian. Like, mm -hmm. Vic, right? You have nothing. You're poor. Like, you know, and the rich are the 1%. They're mm -hmm. ugly and mean and, and avaristic. And, you know, what's the uplift here? It's not too late. Yeah. It's never too late to treat people. And right? then January rolls around and everyone forgets. Yeah, but I'm humbug. Fuck you. You yeah. know what I got? That's not. <laughs> what a cynical view of the world. I got pajamas, which is a nice. They're nice pajamas. You know, nice material, I think. I haven't opened them. But I don't wear pajamas. My wife knows I don't wear pajamas. <laughs> she doesn't want you nude Maybe anymore. Maybe she's giving you a hint, I, yeah, I think she's in it. It's one of two things. <laughs> it's, it's either. See, I've been on this beer only <laughs> You know, workout regimen since um, you know, 2020. Yeah. And uh, how's that working it's, for you? It's uh, <sighs> oh, Charlie, don't not, do that. Not having the desired effects. <laughs> yes. You still look pretty good in this room. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, it's either that or like the cost to heat your home is so high. Yeah. That it's a smart get put these on and we got to turn the temperature down. Uh, no, she doesn't want you nude. <laughs> I really think I really think that's. I what it think is. she wants me warm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, she got you something, right? So that counts. I, I, I don't need anything. I got her. I and got it wasn't a dude bomb, so that helps. 
So, but I you, like my dude bombs. Yeah, you got your dude bombs. So, you know, getting back to government news, bullshit. I'm sorry, but here's the deal. They always do this crap over the holidays. Did you see this $1.7 trillion? Mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Senate, I'm, I'm doing this with my fingers, people, because I had to Google it, like, a lot and read a lot of stuff. What does it fucking even mean? Senate omnibus bill. Like, where's the budget? Is that not the budget? There is no budget. Okay. There's no budget. They didn't do any budget. They kept just, here's a couple months, right? Yeah. We're not yeah, doing it. Kick, kicking the can down. In the fact, road. there mm-hmm. never really is a budget because there's like three parts of it, mm-hmm. right? Discretionary, non-discretionary, and subsidies, right? Yes. So some things got to be paid for by law, like Social Security, yeah. right? Some things, they set a budget, so that's called discretionary. There's no lockdown, here's the number. Mm-hmm. So non-discretionary is... The military. Yeah. It is pay, you know, budgets to run the departments, sure. the post office, secretary, or the Department of Education, blah, 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 blah. So we got $1.7 trillion. It's kind, a record. Kind of the cost of operation, yeah. It's a fucking yeah. record, right? Yeah. We got That's a record crazy. military budget. Me being liberal now. A record <laughs> military budget. We mm-hmm. got a uh, record, take the military out, the other stuff like... Wages for federal employees. It's going up 5%. Mine's not going up 5%. I'm not trying to be by a humbug, but I'm going to give you this, Karen. This is, this is the deal. <laughs> At a time when money's worthless, and the federal government, the Fed, is raising interest rates so we can't spend, so you can't hire, so more people are unemployed to get the value of money down, right? They're trying to inflict pain. At the same time, the federal government is borrowing money. They're printing money. They're spending more money than ever before. What are we doing? You're going to need the pajamas. So I looked this up. No budget. We're in fiscal year 2023. The, the fiscal year begins in October. That's just how mm-hmm. they do it because mm-hmm. changeover presidents, right? Yeah. In the first two months, October, November, we spent over $900 billion dollars. 336, one-third of that, was borrowed. In two months, the deficit is one-third of a trillion. Times it by six. The deficit will be two trillion. Hmm. My last word before, like, handing off to you guys. Do you remember, what's that chick's name, the prime minister in England, Great Britain? Trust? Yeah, Liz Truss. Liz Truss. Yeah. And they they mocked her Mm because the central bank was doing what our bank's doing. Raise interest rates. Get get the price of money. money uh, up right to get the money out to get inflation down and she goes we're gonna cut taxes and spend and borrow yeah that's what we're doing yeah i don't know you know this guy this this old guy in the grocery store kind of summed it up in a very simplistic way he says the government is trying to bury us i mean he was talking about you know the, the price of groceries and just all the things that you're talking about charlie and the impact that it has on the average person and he just struck up a conversation. He says, the government is trying to bury us. Yeah, you, you, we just got dummies up there. But mo- most of that spending in the budget, right, that you were talking about is- Record, pre- record spending. It's pretty locked in, and those percentages haven't changed in like four or five decades. 30% of the budget, like, okay, let's take this 1.7 trillion they yeah. just did. Uh-huh. That's discretionary. That's mm-hmm. normally like 30% of the budget. So 2 trillion is 30%. Yeah. Due to math. We're going to spend $6 trillion when we took in $4 trillion. You got to stop it. 
Yeah. You got to stop it. I always laugh, too, because there's no way uh, anybody has ever read the whole thing of where where money's going. So you get little blurbs that pop out here and there. And there was one that was, uh, I think, $40 billion for, you know, cleaning up after natural disasters, hurricane and whatnot. And all I can think of is, well, do we do any ounce of prevention there or is it just waiting for the next disaster? Nope. Yeah. Do we do we build dikes and dams? Yeah. Or do we just pay people because we don't have dikes and dams? Yeah, or just wait for the disaster and then clean. I feel like we don't prepare for anything in this country. It's just politics. But isn't that, you're, you're isn't, right, that the right. isn't that the approach with everything now? I mean, when we start talking about the number of organizations or the dollars that are allocated to help people, it's always the Band-Aid and never any sure. preventative measures, never anything to cut it off at the at the, at the the head. Boy, I look mean, at that. Then, but now watch. Just pause it right. That's right. But what do we got? Don't forget. We already got an infrastructure yeah. package that's, that, that we got a year after year, right? We've got, mm-hmm. we're still, um, what else do we do? The deficit, uh, the Inflation Reduction, Reduction Act, yeah. there, there's more money. And then we, don't forget the COVID bailout money. Yep. That COVID bailout money still sitting in the bank. They printed so much of it. Mm-hmm. Michigan's got $7 billion they haven't spent. Duggan over here in Detroit got... 700 million so look at locally what do we get how they how they manage the federal money the unemployment system was shit the covid response was shit we found out there's some hinky dinky shit going on with the gravel and the roads right yep. all that yep. we've got uh, a regional bus system that just is garbage what happened to the demolition money what happened to all that money where's that investment that's what they're doing yeah and i i'd like to stop to it as a middle of the road guy because I'm the fucker that got to pay for it. And by the way, we're not even paying for it. Not a stop, but just smarter spending. Slow it down, right? Well, we, you know, and again, we've done this shit since George Bush 2. Two, yeah. George Bush 2 started this, right? Mm-hmm. And all of them have done it, and it's finally caught up to us. When are we going to actually do something as a country? Never. It might not be good, <laughs> but we have to. But it's too much, Charlie. It's too much process. There are too many people. There is it's just too much. It's almost unmanageable. Um, and so you do just constantly throw, as as our heard old people say, just throwing good money after bad. And that's what we've been doing. That that has become the American way. And where, we, where is it gotten of us? America way. We just gave the Ukraine forty five billion, billion yeah. more, and like yep. nobody's looking after it. Yeah. Now year total, year total. We've given Ukraine 100 billion untraceable dollars or goods, mm-hmm. like war weapons and stuff. The gross domestic product of the Ukraine before the war was $200 billion. We just paid for like wow, half a year in this country, and we don't know where the money's going. Where the fuck is Germany in all this? Yeah. So I got to get this out before the new year. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I just, <laughs> and, and, how's your, and, and how's your SBA uh loan coming <laughs> that's the only that's the only segment that has uh, that that repayment is required they've forgiven ppp loans they've given you know professional sports teams the airlines all of that the mm-hmm. small business person that got the sba mm-hmm. pay it back but mm-hmm. they will give you more money if you want it oh and i'm, I'm looking at a dude I, I don't know if i said this before like i know our our Resident billionaires down there in Florida in his new mansion and we're paying for a skyscraper today moving. And then all the way to the little dude at the gas station, rundown gas station, using that EBT, that bridge card, right? Yeah. To buy blunt skins 
right? To buy skins for his weed. And I don't want to I don't want to buy a guy's weed. That's supposed to be for the babies. Right? All the way around. I was watching um speaking of the Hudson's building, there was some God man, it might have been in the last Lions home game and they had a shot of downtown. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can actually see see the top of that building. Not done. It's been five years, but you can see it's actually starting to 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 appear slowly but Oh, you surely. misrepresent. Nothing's gone on there for, for months. No, I know, but that was the first time I saw an overhead shot of downtown where you could actually pick it out because it was always just a hole in the ground for Well, the see, there's time. the good news. <laughs> yeah, this right. is a segment we call the good news. Yeah, except when I saw it at my first I was Hey, there's that disastrous thing that was supposed to be finished years ago. I mean, so the theme is that breaking news. No, but it was just it just to see that overhead shot. It's like, oh, well, yeah, that thing's still going on. In other words, it's becoming kind of an embarrassing mark of progress in downtown. I mean, even the sports pages are making fun of it. They're like, this Lions rebuild's taking longer than a skyscraper. Boy, the Lions. But didn't we find out with the Lions that last week really they've come back down to earth and that, oh, yeah, no, we're not. We'll be lucky if we make the playoffs. Again, what is the theme of the show today? You got played. <laughs> I, I was fully on board. Of course, everybody was fully on board. They were fully on board in the preseason, and then they weren't on Hope. board, and then now they're on board, and then all of a sudden, man, they're sticking 300 rushing yards down your nose. Oh, I know. It was embarrassing. Oh, my. Well, not for me. Uh, the clip <laughs> you sent me, though, did you did you appreciate Dan Campbell after the game? Oh, this is Dan Campbell talking to the coach of the Carolina Panthers. Listen closely. Let me let me in, translate. He goes, "What he said? You kicked our ass. Yeah, you did a great he, job. Not a great job. You kicked our ass." I'm never saying that, but I appreciate the guy. I do. I'd, I'd play for well, that guy. I'd play hard. It shows how hard it is to win in the NFL. Yeah, it just is. But you know, they wouldn't even be in this position if the guy had made a few clock decisions, a few fourth down decisions, one field goal slash punt decision. You'd be in. That's why the, everyone loves the sport, though. The parody is ridiculous. Um, well, you you hit the nail on the head before the show. You're saying there's four good teams, there's four bad teams, and everybody else. And then right, then the Lions wouldn't even be in the hunt if the NFL, which is really the beauty of it, it's just a circus. They created another playoff spot. Like half the teams are getting in the playoffs. It's a socialist. It's the biggest example of socialism in this country, the NFL. Socialism? Yeah, because there's uh, salary caps. There's um, shared money. You know, everybody's got to be equal. There's special dispensation from 100%. the vagaries of capitalism, right? <laughs> yeah, true. Right? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I'm not watching it. It's socialistic. But you know what? All if they're that- going to be socialists, bring back Kaepernick. <laughs> All that garbage, right? All that stuff exists, and there's bad news about players, bad news about this. When the game happens, everybody's still glued to it because it's just a fun product. Now, here's what you need to know, Karen, and folks listening, and all you sports nuts, right? You, Me? You, you Guilty? Got, I listen to sports radio. I do because I just need it to go away. So I just listen to guys bitching about something irrelevant instead of what we're doing, which is you know, more relevant. It's more interesting than a budget. A salary, you know, (laughs) your your salary cap, you know more about that than the fucking federal budget, right? No, it's embarrassing. Here's what you need to know. Forget about everything happening. Nothing matters. Here's what you need to know. More or less, if you got a bet, which they're all encouraged you to do, bet and lose your house. (laughs) It is the Lions versus the Packers in Lambeau in two weeks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If the Lions win that, real good shot. If they lose that, no shot. 
pretty much. Yeah. That about right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they got to beat Chicago at home here coming up. Okay, I'm, I'm assuming they do. The odds won't, are with them. Yeah, I won't go deep in the weeds, but I, I guess that's a good thing. The Washington, last, New York, you yeah, know, Seattle, uh, Seattle the Green la- Bay. How about the fact that the last game of the year might mean something in this town? I guess that's something. You know, <laughs> it's I the just, good news. Right? I'm, I'm just hoping that you know by the time we get to. January, it's a meaningful game. You know what that's like? That's where our expectations are. That's like a fucking astronaut saying, I just hope I can get to Gary, Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it's been reduced to. But at least we got all the water. Yeah, true. Okay, Uh, you want to know who else you got played? Who? Here's from this weekend. Oh, sorry, folks, if the show's all scattered because we weren't even going to do one then realized we should It's the day after Christmas. Right. Get off our back. We, I was just like, everybody take the day off. I just said anything. I, no, I'm, I'm just apologizing to people out there. I was just going to say, Mark, can you time lapse uh, photograph me here drinking my workout? Uh, my workout in my pajamas right here. But we decided to do the show. Here's the next way you got played. Here's the news. Migration, mass migration. They're still coming, right? The border's a mess. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott decides to put some migrants on a bus in the middle of an Arctic blast and ship them to Washington, D.C. in front of Vice President Kamala Harris's home. And here they are getting off the bus. I can't believe we haven't given them parkas. Where's the new phones? I don't see them. Okay, so now, if you're on the right, you're like, oh, great. If you're on the left, you're like, this is cruel and inhumane. Like, they're playing us. The governor of Texas is playing with people's lives to make a point. Mm-hmm. Now, the liberals jump on that. I can't believe you did this. Mm-hmm. This isn't Christmas. This, But as soon as they get off the bus, here's the next clip. They've got blankets and they're getting on a bus <laughs> being pick, picked up by the migrant you know, aid society in D.C. Nice blankets, nice bus. And they're going to a nice warm church. Nobody was left to freeze. It was all coordinated. Now, what was the point? The point was everybody gets the score here and we get played. Here's the deal. Let me let me be honest. It's a guy that knows the landscape here. Every migrant on that bus, I will bet you my home was asked, does anybody here have family in suburban Washington, D.C.? Does anybody want to get the fuck out of El Paso? Here's a free ride and we will drop you off in D.C. to a person. Yeah, I got my, my, you know, I'm mm. Cuban. My, my sister lives in Arlington. I'll take that right. Huh? Sure. That's what happened, man. Yeah. I still don't ever want to take a, a stop, though, if I'm traveling somewhere. I'd, I'd rather go direct. Um, well, they, it, where'd they, they stop I, somewhere? Yeah, in front of the vice president's house. Oh, well, you got to transfer but somewhere. You didn't even know where it was. <laughs> I thought you meant did like they, Memphis. They, they that? <laughs> What's that, Did Karen? they know that, though? Or did they just think they were just, you know, uh, tra- changing buses? I, you know what? I don't know. I have no idea. That's oh, uh, they, oh they, no, they let's didn't. Let's use our heads. They, they didn't know that they were in front of the vice president's house. That's no, but let's 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 use our heads here. Uh, get off the bus, okay? Over here, everybody, please line up. Get a blanket. We'll be going to the. Sh- that you don't think the migrant aid society would tell them where they were going? It's yeah no, but it's just shitty because it's all it's all a political everybody game and event on every, both sides. See, the reason we need these people is because Americans are lazy asses sitting in front of Twitter and sitting <laughs> sitting in front of the TV, yeah. and th- this is just the reality. Yeah. 
So the fact of the matter is the border's broken and the left, which I am not, and I'll get to the right, which I am not, the, you want to make it, you're, whenever I give you the facts, you're like, oh, fear of the brown horde. We, we need these people to fill the gas station jobs nobody wants. That is as much of a distraction as it is sending a busload there to transfer there in front of the vice president's Pl- house. It's all distraction because nobody yes. wants to fix the fucking problem. And it's a trick because you're racializing it, and that way you're, sure, tr- you're trying you to take no the debate out of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I'm not racializing anything here. Look, fact, one more time. Back to the budget. The Federal Reserve people, ladies and gentlemen, me and you, me and you, Mr. and Mrs. Neighbor Taxpayer, the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates because inflation's going crazy. There's more jobs available than people, so everybody gets to ask for more, more, more money, which drives inflation. They're trying to make some of us lose our jobs. Right? So there's less demand. So the price of your labor goes down. Mm-hmm. At a time when all this is happening, you want to say to me, we're going to import labor? That's not when you import labor. That's exactly the opposite time you import labor. This is not racialized in any way. That's just the facts of what we're living in. Now, on the other hand, to simply put people on buses and drive them around and drop them off in the cold, which you did. And you're right, yeah. Mark, you're right. There's no reason to do it in front of Harris's place, except we might as well take the opportunity to score a few to embarrass points him, yeah. in, instead mm-hmm. of doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a What's fan. What's my favorite word? What do I say things are? Uh, performative. performative. Boom. That's it. Boom. That's it. No substance. All for show. It's, yeah, and, and, and it just spins and spins and spins. And nothing gets fixed. Yeah, but as a nation, you are supposed to have borders, and you let people in according to your needs. When your needs and, and, and the immigrants' needs line up, perfect world. Beautiful. Yeah. Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect, beautiful world. And I am so pro-immigration, and you know that. I don't yeah. even have to give you... Even brown... My people are brown, motherfucker. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, shit. <laughs> That's just always where it devolves. See to, here, let me just remind everybody. Like I, I say this to uh, my family members this holiday season. They go, remember, when everybody mixes, right? You get mm-hmm. this stew. That would be us. So we're the people you fear, <laughs> and we are like so American. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at with it. Okay, one of the next play. Yes, how else? Who bought the Trump cards? <laughs> Who bought the Trump cards? Karen, card? did you buy? Mark, did you explain, buy some? These, explain these Trump cards to people. Well, it's 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 NFTs, right? They're you, you non fungible token. Okay. Um, what is that? Uh, it's a thing that exists on the internet that cannot be copied because it uses the blockchain to track it, right? I mean, so it's on the the blockchain. Basically, locks in all activity, can't be erased ever, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a piece of digital art that's locked in and it can be traded and traced, right? Yeah. Yep. It's the original. It's the original. Even if people, even if people digitally reproduce it, which is easy, you have proof that you've got the Mona Mona Lisa. Yeah. Now it typically works best if there's one thing and not multiple copies of something, but it, to me, he's kind of late to the game on it because it seems to be the grift of 2022 or 2021 is to sell <laughs> NFTs. And full disclosure, I actually own some uh, NFTs with the uh, NBA 
Top Shot, which are like digital trading cards. Right. And they're just videos. And they're stupid. I know they're stupid. I'm not trying to make money off of it. It was just one of those things like, hey, let's see what this is all about. Um, now, I st- there's not going to be any value in that. The Trump ones are going up in value because he is just a different character that breaks every rule of how anything is done. So how many of these did he He sold create? out. You know, I, well, how many did he create? You know what? I don't remember. Was it? Uh, I don't remember. Hundreds? Oh, yeah. Thousands? Yeah, let me see if I can find it. But yeah. Okay. So once again, you got like, basically you took a photograph. And it's a great photograph. And you sell it to somebody and it gets locked in to this blockchain of coding that shows that's the original. Doesn't matter if everybody else can make posters of it. You got the original. It's like a, a piece of film and you've got the negative. You got it, yeah. Okay. 45000 he made selling $49. And, and he made yeah. millions, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So... These are the trading cards. We should cards. do one, Charlie. Well, here's... Well, the genius is it's not a donation. I mean, you're actually buying something, right? So you're not asking people to donate. Now, That's... the difference between this digital shit and the Mona Lisa is you could make a copy of Mona Lisa. You're going to be able to tell the difference. You can make a print of Mona Lisa. But when you have the Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa physically, you've got the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to make you think it's the same with this digital shit. It's original, man. I don't even care if somebody copied it and did it. It's the original, except (laughs) (laughs) now, like this is Trump the cowboy. If for you listening and not watching, here's Trump the cowboy. He looks like he's in Montana. He's wearing a Wyatt Earp coat, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Except it's been reported and it looks like to me, they ripped this shit off the internet. They put Trump's head on another picture (laughs) and changed the color of the coat. It's a Photoshop good move all right here's another google image it's a mannequin wearing a tuxedo and somebody found out that it's uh apparently a stock image from the men's warehouse men's warehouse allegedly they took a men's warehouse (laughs) mannequin and stuck trump's head on it and this is worth what mark 99 dollars. well it's sold for no yeah no it's it's worth more you're right good five hundred dollars now yeah oh i like this one (laughs) this is gi joe duck hunting or something this is actually john Kerry. Duck hunting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, that came from another outdoor store. Do any of these have watermarks no, on them? You know what? That's a good point. Let me see if I can find the one. They Are there? there here's, here's one for There he is as an astronaut. That's coming. Is, is this a Trump-driven decision? Yeah. Or is somebody else doing this? I mean, this is him? This is the one, and I don't think I can blow it up big enough. This but, is his um, people. Shutter, people Shutterstock. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's coming from his cam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Shutterstock. What are you saying about it? That's on the right. Here's yeah. Like a mannequin, it's spaceman mm-hmm. gear. And right? someone zoomed in, and I can't do it enough where people can see, but you can see the watermark is still on so the Earth, NFT. So Trump's standing on planet Earth with the kind of cool with the moon or the sun behind him, right? And his yeah. aviators. That's actually Shutterstock copyrighted image. Uh, that, well, that's the claim, you know. I'm not. I haven't done the background to check on it, but that's the claim. And there seems to be enough evidence that, yeah, some of these pictures are taken from other places. Like here, you know. Now this this one's a little ridiculous. This one is where they're claiming that, oh, this this came from Reuters. But you know what? He's president when he took that picture. So I believe. Well, I could be wrong, but I believe that's public. No, Reuters. No, Reuters. Reuters is copyrighted. It is okay. Even if it's the president, his yeah. body is completely different, though. He's not. He. I don't think he's ever been that slim. On the that left, looks dead exactly the same to me. Well, I do. I would do the same thing. No, dead. That's uh-uh. well. No, look at that. It's dead exactly the same. That was a, a while ago. Myself. Kevin's just or Karen's just saying he's fatter now. 
Oh, here's another one. So his wife gave him four. some pajamas. There's another one where someone <laughs> pointed out the watermark. That is really, a, that really is hard a watermark. to see, but yeah. That is a watermark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys got you guys got played. <laughs> you got played. You know what's got played? But did they get played? Oh, okay. You, you, yeah, you got played. I don't I don't think people care. I think it's kind of the campy funness of him where eh, else but what's ninety nine bucks? They'll go up in value because he breaks all the rules. Rightly or wrongly. And he's gonna run for president in twenty twenty four. Still, you got played. It's the, oh, yeah. The, no, nobody, I'm not no, spending my money Nobody on even bothered to do anything original for you. you know <laughs> yeah, I mean? Well, that's, what, that's the weird thing. I mean, thing. that stinks, Just dude. pay somebody. All he had to do was get in a pair of uh, tidy whities man, <laughs> sold one of them, and been done with all this. Right. An oil painting of Trump and some, you know. In his pajamas he got Hanes. for Christmas. <laughs> Your heinous. <laughs> That'd be great. Imagine uh, that. It's a good. Hey, if it's a. Put his he, face on a, on a box of a dude of bombs. How about that? What? Why do you keep going Put back to that? Put his face Why on the obs- packaging of dude bombs. <laughs> Stop being obsessed with my Christmas gift. You guys need uh, you guys need business IT of anything, any way, any shape, any form. XG Service Group. Call Matt Yaskovitz, 734-245-4100. Got that? Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, man. You're dealing with the government. Can't get stuff done. You got red tape. You call ADR. Experience, honest, and ethical. Uh, Barry Ellen Tuck, get the job done right on time on budget. Call Barry 248 318 9424. Luke Nowacki reminds you do not overreact. The new year comes, the stock market goes up, it goes down. Call him for rational financial advice 248 663 4748. The Hall Financial Holiday Season Debt Consolidation Package. Call him up, get a free five minute mortgage review. Get some equity out of your house, consolidate your bills, get a lower interest rate, do what's right for you. Uh, you do that at 866-CALL-HALL or chat online, callhallfirst.com and Legacy Partners. Once again, get your insurance rates lowered. I'm getting I'm getting a new car. I call them up. I can't leave the lot without that car. Mm-hmm. They'll have me on by the time I'm leaving that lot. And you know what? It's... The, the amount to insure a new car oh is less God. than the amount to finance your car for the year. That's how good they wow. are. 586 Huh. And American Coney Island, thanks for your patronage. What a fabulous Coney Kid season. I do believe Al Roker did drop a text message to her highness. Did, did, Al, did Al Roker, uh, what, what did it say? Can you share with us what, what Al's... How, yeah, let me get it exact. No bullshit news hour. Al Roker, you're in with this. <laughs> Again? Al Roker, in with this. Hope 2023 brings you peace, love, and happiness. What a guy. Oh. Al knows. It's very nice. What warms the cockles? That would be the original Coney Dog here at the corner of Lafayette and Michigan in the heart downtown Detroit. Thank you all, all the sponsors, all the underwriters, all the friends, and we wish you a profitable and happy new year. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. I know we said we weren't going to do that, but we're going to do that. We wouldn't be here. If no, it wasn't uh, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, shit coin, <laughs> this Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> oh, this Oh, dude, you know, the... the, the the kid who wears shorts, can't tie a tie, decides he's going to bribe all the Democrats and a couple of Republicans, right? They arrested him in the Bahama yep. Islands. They mm-hmm. uh, extradited him here. What happened to him, Mark? Over the holiday, nobody was looking. Well, he had, he had a bond of $250 million. Woo, $250 million for the biggest financial crime since J.P. Morgan Chase. 
Yeah, yeah. Was that cash or 10% surety? You know what, Karen, that is the one thing I haven't found out, but either way. Or was it Bitcoin? (laughs) Maybe it was their own (laughs) coin, their own own coin that they had. Where did he get that money? Well, I got to believe it came from his parents because his parents got a lot of the windfall when he was worth $23 billion. His parents are college professors. Yeah. No, I, I think he... Well, we know he bought them a house. I mean, that's that's a fact. Where where he is... Where he must... He is now under house arrest. He must stay with his parents, his mommy and daddy. At the house that he bought him with everybody else's money? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, how do you get this shit? That's okay, listen. Convenient. No, it's insulting to anybody that put money into FTX. And this is true, Karen. I know for a fact because they have the iPads. They mm-hmm. uh, listen to the program in the Wayne County Jail. Cool. What's up, my brothers oh. and couple sisters? What's up, my brothers? Can you believe this dude? This dude is being accused of stealing $10 billion and bribing the Democrats and nobody knew anything? And he gets to sit at his mom and dad's house with, yeah. with the alleged stolen money? You're allegedly innocent in there. And you've been waiting around for three years for your trial. How do you like that? It's insulting and it's bullshit. And the parents are going to say, well, we didn't know where this money came from, which once again is another lie. And it should be clawed back, but I just have a feeling, like everything in the past, it's not going to be clawed back. And I'm assuming the parents, being lawyers, law professors over there in some elite college on the coast, you took an ethics oath. Yeah. And if you had, give it back. And if you don't give it back, take take their law license. They'll never take it back. It never happened, Charlie, and you know it. I know, I'm so tired of being put upon. I'm paying, man. You know what I mean? People want to pile on each other. I'm a messed up person with a sense of community. I'm not trying to say I'm perfect. I mean, got issues. Everybody knows that. We all got issues. But I'm trying to do my fucking part, play my role. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If the trash man can show up this morning, I always thought, I always grew up like, you know, you get Christmas off. But no, they showed up, caught me with my pants literally down. There I am running through the snow. That's why you needed pajamas. See, <laughs> she knew what she was doing. So I'm telling you, man, I'm lucky. I, you know, that's a really interesting point. What you just said there about how not everybody gets Christmas off. It's driving back on Christmas Eve from my in-laws with the girls. You know, the girls are all wired waiting for Santa. And it was this whole thing of, hey, what is open and what is closed? And the four year old goes, hey, the fire station's open on, you know, on Royal Oak. I was like, well, yeah, honey, the hospital's open. The police department's mm-hmm. open. There's people that have to work because these people keep this city moving and i'm sure it was lost on her because she's four but it's like wow it was a good realization for me that yeah the coney island was open on beach daily really yeah well people need to eat yeah i was like uh, about people that had to work outside too that's the other thing too when when, you know if if it's cold and we don't want to go outside we don't have to but you think about people who don't have a choice firemen police officers mail delivery exactly firefighters Firefighters. I, yeah. I said first responders. No, you said I firemen. Thought. I mean, I kind of, it was nostalgic, but I know a couple ladies right, do the Charlie, job. No, I'm just, there's, I know a couple ladies that do the job. You don't think, you don't think I got the, the shit holes, on? I got the, the shit holes on. holders. That, that, hey, was, that was my holiday card. It was, uh, I'm sorry, my Christmas card, right? That was the shit. I was a big pile of steaming shit in my mailbox. Okay, whatever you want to call them. Okay. I don't know if that was the point Karen was trying to make. I don't know. I forgot what I was even saying. You were were saying like all the people Uh, that, you know, like you you basically took an oath to do that job when it's cold 
or you didn't have to take you know you're just doing right by your family or you're just an independent person who takes care of herself that too charlie but i'm saying we we tend to forget about the people that have to you know we don't want to go the people that do show up you know basically for our convenience uh or our safety and i think that you know we overlook and trivialize that a lot of times yeah yeah oh 100 a lot of people love to you know complain about first responders you know they do oh you hear people complain about police a lot oh well i mean just say police i mean who complains about firefighters uh, the know, mayor, fine. <laughs> the mayor. Every big city, like his his biggest enemy is the firefighters. Yeah, but a lot of people don't like you know with COVID, there's a COVID thing, nurses and doctors, you know that madness. Like these people are just doing their fucking job. Yeah, they're there when you need them. You know what I don't need? What? <clears throat> How do I say it? Car salesmen that are gonna play me. Yeah, boy. I'm just gonna give you the end of the story. Yeah. So I got to get a car. Got to get a car. I mean, the old cars, you know, it's, it's time. Never got a new car. And I get the price. And I sign my name to it. And then when the car's ready, because now you got to wait for them to actually build this shit, it's 15% higher. And I can't believe this, Karen. I put my signature and my down payment on a number I thought I was getting. And I was getting the shiesty. Hmm. Okay, fine. Read this fine print. <laughs> price is subject to go up. Fine. Okay. Why didn't you just tell me the number? Yeah. Why did you tell me sales tax not included? Where's yeah. the estimated sales tax? I, I, I did. I threw a bitch. You know why I threw a bitch? Because I will pay it if you tell me we'll make the deal. Yeah. I, I never got a new car. If never pr- got one. And if the price is subject to change, is your mind subject to change if you don't want That's it? That's what I said. Yeah, my mind's subject to change. Why don't we go in there and get my deposit? We'll call this a day. Yeah. You know what? And that's it. That's all. I don't want to mention any names, any deals, because... That's the way I learned. That's the way it works. People leveled with me. Let me just put it like that. And the GM came in and he's like, that's the book, man. That's the way the book works. The book meaning that's, that's the flow chart. Yeah. Right. So I walked out of there with the number I had signed my name to. So So I don't understand what's all the rigmarole. The game. Well, how many people are going to challenge it? But in the end, they did. But why make us do it? I know. But they did but the right thing in the end. How many people pay attention to it, Charlie? Do you ever, I mean, Every, when you're buying or leasing a vehicle, you got a ton of paperwork and it's just sign here, sign here, sign here. Like it took me at some point to realize that if I turn in my vehicle and get another brand, I don't get that same brand. I have to pay them for not getting another another one of their brand cars. Okay, well, like, they got to restock all it. That stuff? Yeah, like, but but the <laughs> lease is up, so there there are all kinds of. But you mean it's it's, in, it's in the, the same company. dealership kind of thing, right? It's kind of within the same Not umbrella. dealership, the same brand. If if I switch brands, I have to pay a, a a fee because I'm not getting another one of the same type of car. So you mean if you had a certain model of Mercedes and then you wanted to get this other new cool Mercedes, <laughs> if you didn't get that no, same. No, no. If I get a, if if I want to move from Mercedes to Porsche, if I want to move from Mercedes to you know BMW, if I don't get another Mercedes, I have to pay Mercedes because I'm not getting another Mercedes. Well, see that I could see because they're different no. companies. But if if the dealerships, no. well, wait a minute, I'm not done. If the if the dealership, it's the same dealership. Uh, I don't get why they don't tell you. But if you you know a Porsche and Mercedes, are two different companies. But if so, my lease is up, Charlie, why don't I have the luxury of walking away and go getting another vehicle from well, somewhere else? Why do I have to? What if I don't want another one? Well, why do I have to pay you because I've changed my mind? If your lease is up, though, um, isn't it yeah. at the end of the lease you got to buy it or pay a make a balloon payment? See, I never do no. this. No, 
I buy old cars. No, no you usually no, turn it in. You, but you in can, the past, can, I was going to say, in the past, Karen, it used to yeah. be you would get a benefit for staying with the same brand. Yes, you would. You, you would what get a you discount. Not a, call, right. For pulling yeah. ahead. That's all they'll let you do is come out of your lease early. And they do this with other brands. Um, but if you don't, then you have to fulfill your lease commitment. So if it's, you know, however many months. You're dragging you me into the woods here, Karen. You're dragging me into the woods here. If you okay, want never mind. Forget. Don't no, no, don't don't say that all the time. Like you just I I'm not talk, talking about the finery of leases, but if you if you at the end of a lease, you either got to buy it or re up, right? You got to get a new no, lease. So you can just turn it in though. Yeah. No. No, uh, at the end of a lease, you got to buy the car or sign up for a new lease. No? No, you don't have to. No. Uh-uh. Cuz I You don't have to. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. Well, I, I just got out of a lease last year and just turned the car in. I mean, the, the deal was done. So I you didn't, didn't, I didn't did have, you to, have pay to pay anything. Did you get a new lease? No, I ended up buying a you, used car. So From them? No, from okay. uh, from somewhere else. So, so your yeah. your paperwork said, hey, you just rent it for five years. Just got to return it. Yep. Keep it under the miles, and then you're done? Yeah, but now if I was a returning leasee, like if I was getting another car, you get a little bit of a discount because they don't, you know, they'd rather keep your business. I've never heard of them actually charging you yes. for going somewhere else. So and Not so you didn't it. notice, Karen. Yeah, I've known it, but I'm but I keep getting the same. I you know I'm done, but it but it's in there. It's like, well, why do I have to? Well, pay no, the, if the, I just but the question is, the qu you did know it. You knew it when you I signed learned it. Oh, you learned it. <laughs> and I so, didn't know when I signed. Right. No, I didn't know when yeah, I signed. Always. Well, now, now that's what we get to because she's really smart. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't tell me that. Okay, yeah. I guess I guess I should have asked that. I but guess I should have said, "Where's the sales tax?" Like huh? The doc it's like buying a house. Yeah. The documents for leasing or buying a vehicle are like this. You know what I? You know what I said to him in there? I go, at least I knew when I bought my house what the insurance was going to cost me, what the taxes mm -hmm. were going to cost me, that the title search got done, that I knew. Right. Yeah. This, as a grown man, is insulting. Mm-hmm. You give me the higher price, and I will go back outside with my brother, who is the auto executive, because I had him hold my hand. Yeah. Not afraid to say that. It's a modern man. And I would have gone like this. Dude, that's over the budget, man. Um, okay, forget about automatic transmission. I'll take the stick. You know what I mean? Forget about a heater. You know, I don't need a radio. I need four wheels and a motor, man. That's what I need. The maddening thing, you though. You roll down the window, Charlie. You're going to have a manual. Goddamn yeah. right. Ashtray, what, for $35? No. But to Karen, Soup can. To Karen, to your point, it's like you get this just stack of, of things you have to sign. Yeah. And it's like if you object to any of them, it's like, well, don't get the car. I won't. <laughs> so I know. What. But I won't. Because I did. They're I don't have that constitution. They're taxing my house for the overpriced bus system, <laughs> and I use it. I will use it all the damn time. <laughs> I don't care if it's 50 below. <laughs> I'd be out there motherfucking you at 50 below. <laughs> so ridiculous. And a county executive motherfucker trick me, trick, trick me, tax my house for 10 years, and then I ain't even a fucking heater in this thing. Uh, hey, last uh, last time we did a live show, you were um, wondering about your lunch with white boy Rick and what you were going to order. Can you look at Mark? Mark's like, we've exhausted. We're at 47, so. Mark's like, we've exhausted the used car bit. That's the, that's called the professional, you know, what do you call I mean, that? Do you have transition. More, do you have more the transition. transition. <laughs> what, what is the matador? You're the marcador. Look olé. at that. Olé. 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 Go on. Pass go on. The marcador? <laughs> marcador. <laughs> 
Well, Karen, when you went and got the new car, see, I'm not even going to listen to him. When you went and got the new car, <laughs> did you ask him if this bullshit hustle is going to be in the next car? No, I did not, you know, um, but I, I know it's in there. So either I get another of the same brand or I just suck it up and have to pay. I think it's something like 500 bucks. Oh, see, that, that I, I could do. I mean, that I'll do. But I just want to say this, and then we'll move on. Yeah, but how many things are suck it up and Mark, pay Mark, I just said we'll, get, we'll move right. on. You just, you just gonna, did the I'm, thing. I'm just going to be, <laughs> I'm going to sit quiet. You just did here. the thing. I just want to say, um, I want to thank the general manager of this um, car dealership because he treated me like an adult, like a man, explained it to me, right? And gave me the number. But even if he didn't, I just appreciate, just honestly tell me. Right, and if if that were the case in this modern society of ours, like we wouldn't be mad at each other. Just tell me, man. Yeah. I'm not a mark. No more griffs. No more playing us. Just give us the. N no more like no more bullshit. But that's the transparency that you expect, whether it's from government, whether it's from medical professionals, whether it's from a stranger, whether it's from a restaurateur, whomever. Just be upfront and honest about what it is that we can expect. And be be sincere in that delivery. That's it. I mean, stop BSing everybody or exactly. trying to BS everybody. You That's give it. Me, you get me Real in the simple. door. You get me in the door with that lesser price, and then all of a sudden it's this higher price. And I thought that was the price, bro. I thought that was. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all. Now, remember restaurants were doing that too, Charlie. They were having, you know, during during the, the I don't know if they still are. They would have a service fee, a delivery fee, a, you know, dine in fee. By the time you got through, all those fees you know added up as much if not more than your actual meal so you know there are always those little sneaky costs that's, people are trying to get that's over. true it's that's covid and if you're still doing it right the competition's so heavy that it will end you and i would let everybody know in this automobile industry that it's getting tight and you keep playing like that i don't know if it'll end you because on the electric cars, we're subsidizing those. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you continue mm -hmm. to do this in an honest market, you won't last. Yep. Because That's I was true. more than happy to go out, go down the street, and if that salesman quoted me the price that I just walked out on, but he said it to my face, I would have given him my business. Yep. Yeah. End the story there. Lunch with right boy Rick. <laughs> Lunch with White Boy Yeah, lunch with White Boy Rick. Yeah, remember when I, the, one of the past shows, they said, what do you order when you go to lunch with White Boy Rick? I can tell you what you order. A meatball sandwich. What else would you, what else would you? He got the chicken, what's that, Marcella? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, look, man, that guy did 33 years in the pen, and I didn't know what a chicken Marcella was. <laughs> Well, you had a lot of time to talk what did, to me. Where did you go, Charlie, if I can ask? What well, restaurant so you, did you I, go I, I, they, can, they can either. Okay, I'll, I'll give it to them because they're good people. Andiamos. Well, no, you always ask that, but I don't want to use anybody's name. You want to advertise, you can. Car deal, you know, well, I mean. I'm just, I, I, I knew I, it was probably there or Joe Muir's because that's a place he frequents. So I figured it was. Yeah, well, let's that. make it clear because, you know, this isn't anything on you. You know, there's a, my mind works in a way and it's like. No need, but you're right. I mean, good people, good lunch, mm -hmm. good restaurant. You know what I mean? On the yeah. Amos in Warren. And I didn't even know they had it in Warren. And it's really quite, you know, like all their restaurants, quite nice, quite sophisticated, good. It's wood. It's nice. But 14 and Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Really? <laughs> they they got some shit in they Vegas, dude. Entertainment out there, huh? They have entertainment out there. They, they used do, to anyway, which is why we were meeting. So, in principle, Rick and I have decided to do a Vegas style night with. Cool. So Rick recount stories and I moderate and ask mm -hmm. him the questions. There'll be some video. I think we haven't locked it in. But it was an That's it was good. a it was a nice lunch. Interesting guy. Yeah. Look what he's been through. Yeah. And not only that, but the rebound coming out of jail is kind of a Well that's a question. I mean any anybody who gets out of prison. I never seen anybody get out of prison rebound like that. Yeah. So also, well, I mean, you know a guy unrighteously locked up for thirty years He's trying to get a case together. You know what I mean? Um, goes to live with somebody. Might have a beer on the porch and shit. But, yeah. I mean, you ain't driving around a Mercedes and shit. Yeah, or doing live shows with Charlie. <laughs> telling well, the story. He, 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 st he stepped into, my understanding, some pretty good deals. So, I mean, how do you make those well, deals unusual. when you're in lockup? Yeah. How do you find... So that's that's kind of what it'll be. And it's sort of a no-holds-barred, like, yeah. worth your... And it will be at Andiamo's. I tentatively if this all goes and it might not yeah and we'll try to have rick on him we will yeah, have rick. yeah. but uh march 18th okay right so i found him to be fascinating and here's what i take away he's really intelligent okay so don't hold it against me i don't know you're 17 you dropped out in eighth grade you did three decades you would be street smart yeah uh, you would know that but he's he's just an echelon above that. He's Good. he's bright. Huh. He fascinates me. I mean, there's a lot of questions. Like he is he's a very fascinating. Were you in guy. the federal pen or were you in the state pen? Yeah. Does anybody know that? Where did you get the name White Boy Rick? And does he hate it or like it? I didn't even ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But no, he never he wasn't the guy in charge of, of a dope empire. He mm -hmm. ran with the Curry brothers, mm -hmm. right? They got put away. Mm -hmm. He helped them. Get yeah. put away. We're going to have to ask about that. He put cops away. And then he found a guy here with an airplane, and he was just going to get weight. He was a weight guy. He went to get the kilos. Okay. And then he'd sell the kilos to the dope crews. So he didn't run a dope crew. It's like a wholesaler. As a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As I understand it. Okay, but, but you're still pushing drugs, though, Charlie. So, that I mean, you, 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 you may not be on the street, but you can't take him out of the equation. So the question is, right, Karen? I mean... I hope he's like really cool and he's open, but it's mm -hmm. like nonviolent mm -hmm. for sure. But, but right. what, what you trafficked in violence was everywhere. So in yep. some way, don't you take responsibility or accountability for all that damage that was going on in the eighties? Mm -hmm. Cause that was the spike of murder in this, in this town. Yeah. Wow, you know, that's fascinating. I, he's, he's a really yeah. bright guy and meatball sandwich <laughs> with, with a little <laughs> garden salad. <laughs> that's disgusting charlie what? oh but and you know what <laughs> wait let me what? tell you this character. so we're sitting there would, would you gentlemen like something to drink <laughs> so it goes around it goes around and it comes to me and i say uh yes do you have any chamomile tea with uh organic honey huh? and, and, and just a drop of two percent <laughs> and they all look at me i go now nah, give me an ipa <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like the charlie LaDuff i know <laughs> Keep them on their toes. I hope we're but doing you know, it because you, you know what, Charlie. You keep you keep saying you know how he's intelligent, he's smart. It has long been said that people that have street operations are highly intelligent and 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 very thoughtful. That they just never had or get the opportunity to apply that in a formalized manner. So I think he's probably a microcosm of a lot of people in that industry, for lack of a better word. 
Yeah, well, it's like any right. other industry. If you're gonna, if you're the smart one and the one with balls who takes risk, you're gonna rise to the top. It's just, and I, I tell the you, the consequences what, are a little stronger in that industry. That, I mean, that's you know just a brilliance for numbers. And, and if you look at yeah. it, like in in in, a, in America, like in a city like this where illiteracy is really high, illiteracy, right? Yep. What it takes, the brains it takes to be able to navigate a society, a digitized society like this, oh my or God. any society, yeah. and you're not quite up to reading letters speaks volumes about your brain power yep it really does mm -hmm. you know what i mean so you you just never know but charlie we know people that have degrees that in my opinion are quite stupid so you know a lot of times you know people get caught up on you know the the rote memorization of acquiring mm -hmm. you know but they can't think I mean, a person if you can't apply what you've learned then you've really not learned it yeah, Does you know where those sense? people go? Yeah. Mm -hmm. With your big degree and you're, you're kind of dumb, you know where they go to work? Politics. Yes! <laughs> that ain't ding! All right, everybody. Or they run organizations, Charlie. They've got people, and people are like, oh, I've got two master's degrees. I've got this. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's right. We'll be back to kick your ass one more time this year. <laughs> See you Thursday. Bye, Karen. Bye, guys. Thanks for coming in, Mark. <laughs> yep. Thanks for that new intro, Byron. <laughs> <laughs>